Hey everybody, it's Daniel, and welcome to episode three of the Spain to Go podcast. I'm recording this in October 2020. 2020 is the year of the coronavirus, and I'm going to tell you today about how I got the coronavirus and about my experience with the uh, Spanish healthcare system in coronavirus terms. First off, I'm okay, don't worry. It's just been a couple of fun weeks down here at the Chorizo Chronicle headquarters in Barcelona. I had the coronavirus, now I'm fine. I just think it's another fun thing that the year 2020 has brought my way. How did I get it? Well, I'm not sure. If you read my blog, you might have seen the article about how I went down to Madrid a couple of weeks ago, and I saw all my friends, I hugged everyone, I went to a lot of bars and restaurants, and I took the train, you know, to and from Madrid. So it's possible that I got it during that time. I spent 10 days in Madrid. I was wearing a mask in public all the time because that is the law. But at the time, you know, I felt fine. Nobody I talked to had any symptoms and no problem. I've checked in since then. All my friends are still fine. So it's possible that I got it from some bar or on the train back to Barcelona or from somebody here in Barcelona even. It just happened that Madrid was the place with the most cases at the time and I was in Madrid, and as soon as I got back to Barcelona, you know, five days later or whatever, I somehow had the coronavirus. Anyway, a few days later in Barcelona, I was here, and I was telling my girlfriend, I feel like I've been bitten by giant mosquitoes. I've got a few bumps on my legs, and otherwise, I'm fine. And it's hardly a rare thing to find mosquitoes in a humid climate, so I don't think any more of it. A couple of days later, I realize I've got more bumps. The bumps are all the way up to my knees now, and I think it's just more mosquitoes. The funny thing is, I haven't seen any mosquitoes. I just have the bumps. So, once again, I'm not thinking about the coronavirus at all. But the next day, I wake up and I don't have a sense of smell. No sense of smell at all. I was able to put my nose down into a pot of coffee and not smell anything. I tried with a lemon and I couldn't smell anything there either. Absolutely nothing. I just had a cold feeling in my face where my sense of smell should have been. So I put two and two together and I thought that the skin rash plus the loss of smell could be COVID. I called the health center. There was no answer. I called the government information line, 061, if you're here in Spain and need to know, it's the coronavirus information line. Um, the government information line has a guy who takes my information and promises to pass me to a doctor. So I give him all my sensitive personal data, and he puts me on hold. After 12 minutes of hold music, I just hung up. I talked to a friend down in Madrid who knows a lot about medical stuff. She tells me to call back and be prepared to hold for an hour or more, which is not something I'm likely to do. So later in the day, I call the health center again. This time they manage to answer the phone, and they schedule me for a test two days later. 
This happened a couple of weeks ago now. There was a public holiday in the middle, so that would explain the two days. The woman on the phone said, quarantine until then, and if you're living with anyone, make sure you stay away from them. Of course, I live here in a small flat in Barcelona, and staying away from my girlfriend is pretty impossible in the limited space we have. But I agreed, because what are you going to say? I agreed, and I hung up, and here we are. Two days later, I was outside the health center first thing in the morning. By this time, I was actually feeling better. My sense of smell had returned a tiny bit, and the bumps had gone away. But still, I was getting tested. There were only a few people outside the health center. They were doing the usual blood tests that they do on people at 8 in the morning, 8.30 in the morning. And then they were doing a few PCR tests. There were only four of us doing the PCR test, it looked like. The woman in front of me in line was coughing like crazy, but then again, she was your typical older woman who looked like she had uh, about 58 years of a very hard life behind her. So she could have been coughing for any reason. The test was painful, but quick. The doctor was a nice younger woman. She stuck a Q-tip up my nose and it burned like hell. But all she did was twist it in each nostril five times, stick it back in its little tube, and send me on my way. It was over in 15 seconds. She told me I could get my results online. They gave me a little pamphlet with the information about the government health website and stuff like that. So, results the next day online. Or that's what she said. The next day was Saturday, though, and when I tried to log into the government health website, it didn't work at all. I figured the Catalan internet might be closed on Saturdays because I've had these problems on weekends before. Their tech support people go home and, and uh, nobody is working. So there's also a government app, which is apparently exactly the same thing as the website, also down for the weekend. So I guess I'm just waiting for Monday. Morena, my girlfriend, I call her Morena on the blog, expatmadrid.com, if you'd like to read more. But my girlfriend Morena has been coughing all week. I'm feeling fine. The rash is gone, and my sense of smell, like I said, started coming back a little tiny bit after just a few days. Monday finally rolls around, and I finally get the website to work, but there's no results. So in the morning, around 10, I got a call from the health center to do contact tracing, which is funny because nobody's told me that I have the coronavirus. I haven't gotten my results. The woman who calls has no idea what's going on. She just has a list of people and she's doing contact tracing. I tell them I haven't really been in contact with anybody except for Morena. So, you know, no problem. She just told me to keep quarantining and they'll call me later with my results. They do actually call me later with the results. The test comes back positive, so I had the coronavirus. I asked the doctor, what are the next steps? And she seems very confused by this question. She just says, quarantine. So I have to ask a bunch of very specific questions to get any more information out of her. She tells me she wants me to keep quarantining for 14 days from the beginning of my symptoms. There's no need to do another test to see that it's out of my system, and if I feel fine after 14 days, I'm good. So, 
that's fine, no problem. This all happened a while ago, so I'm finished quarantining by now and feel fine. But it's educational. The coronavirus response here in Spain is not quite what you would imagine they're doing like in China, for example, because it was pretty slow. I can't talk about other parts of Spain, of course. Every region has its own health system. So here in Barcelona, I'm dealing with Cat Salud, run by the Generalitat de Catalunya. In La Rioja, apparently, they're working with Rioja Salud. And in Madrid, we had our own system. It might be better elsewhere, but the Catalan system has been pretty unimpressive. All in all, from the first day I called the health center till the day I got results, it was a full week. It was seven days, which by that time, you know, telling people to just quarantine for seven days while waiting for a test result doesn't seem like a great idea. Um, to be fair, it is free. Well, it's not free free, but it is free in the sense that I don't have to pay a copay every time I go to the doctor. I do pay a lot of social security um, as part of my taxes for being a freelance person here in Spain. But the test itself was free. To be fair, people who have actually been hospitalized say that the treatment has been pretty good and that everyone did a good job. I don't know anybody who's been hospitalized here in Barcelona, but I do know people in Madrid and they have no complaints. In any case, seven days to analyze a Q-tip seems like a little bit much. I'm also very lucky that my symptoms were mild. I honestly didn't even think I had anything until I woke up without a sense of smell. On the other hand, that means I was walking around for a few days not thinking I had anything. I don't think I gave it to anybody because I've been pretty socially distanced anyway. I'm not uh, hugging and snuggling with a lot of people out there. My girlfriend tested negative. She tested negative twice, uh, a week apart, even though she had the cough and even though she was living with me and I tested positive, she tested negative. She also tested negative on the uh, antibody test. So I have no idea what to make of that information. In any case, we're both fine now. Our little brush with coronavirus has left us feeling strong and healthy. The only thing I'm worried about is how slow and half-assed the whole testing process was. Because remember when the government said back in spring that they were going to spend the whole summer ramping up for the second wave? Apparently, they did nothing of the kind. In Madrid, they fired 10,000 doctors. Doctors apparently also work on temporary contracts. Doctors and nurses. A friend who I met in Madrid when I was there was telling me she'd signed more than 21-day contracts in the last year. I assume they do this to cut costs. They have the younger nurses who have not uh, passed any sort of civil service exam just on one-day contracts if they can. And it's at a different hospital every day. You go in and you sign the work contract and you sign the paper saying that you have also lost your job at the same time in the morning and you've worked for one day. Hired and fired, same day. This friend who told me this, incidentally, is moving to Sweden in search of a better life where she can actually work uh, continuously for more than 20 days a year. So brain drain is uh, another thing that might 
be a big problem if things continue going in the same direction in Spain. I've been through one crisis here, and a lot of people left. Some of them came back when things started improving. But the brain drain in Spain is a problem, and I don't have anything else that rhymes with that. Anyway, it was slow, it was half-assed, but as I've made clear many times, I love Spain. I'm generally convinced that Spain is one of the best places in the world to live, but goddammit, seeing how slow they're dealing with this crisis is bothering me more than a little. Of course, today we're on the first day of the new estado de alarma, the new state of alarm, I guess. And that's a whole another situation. I guess I'll be talking about that on a future episode of the podcast. It's too early to know now, but so far they've announced a curfew. We will be having a curfew every night from, I believe, 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. It could vary from region to region, but it's going to be quite a thing. On the bright side, because it's always good to look on the bright side, I'm feeling fine. And 14 days from the first symptoms passed a while ago, I'm back to normal life. I'm back to socializing minimally because, of course, I am sort of new in Barcelona. I don't know that many people. And I don't have any sort of big conclusion either. It looks like we're nowhere near finished with the whole coronavirus adventure 2020. So big conclusions We'll have to wait. I'm personally waiting for Michael Lewis to write the history of coronavirus 2020 because he's an author who I'm sure could make this a little bit more interesting and a little bit more exciting than sitting around at home doing nothing for the rest of the winter. Anyway, being healthy is very important. So go work out, get some vitamin D, try to move around as much as you can. If you're working from home, do everything you can to get out and get some sunlight as well because that's going to be very important for maintaining your health. Lifestyle diseases kill people every day too. So, so far this 2020 has not been the best year, but who knows? It has made me appreciate the small things, a good meal. Some reasonably priced wine and a walk in the sun are things we should never take for granted. Let's get outside and enjoy life while we still can. And that's about all for today. I hope you have a great day out there. I'm sorry about the serious tone of this podcast. Next time I'll try to tell some your mom jokes or something to lighten the mood. As always, if you want much more about Spain, go by expatmadrid.com. That's my blog. It's officially called the Chorizo Chronicles. Chorizo as in the Spanish sausage. And you can read all kinds of articles about all of the fun and adventure of living in Spain and also some of the less fun and less adventurous parts. Anyway, have a lovely day out there wherever you are in the world. Feel free to drop me a line. You can write to me also through the website and I'd be happy to hear what do you think? Have a great day. Talk to you soon. Bye.